We're always talking smack, smack, and telling lots and lots of stories. We hope you think we're funny and not really boring. It's the Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. Nathan and Gabe Show. You are live on the Nathan and Gabe Show. 50 plus episodes on YouTube. Plus. LGBTQ+. <laughs> Already we went All there. All right, we're hitting it hard. And what does that plus stand for? Pedophilia. No. I would imagine. Really? It's bestiality. Because they all kind of fall underneath that one flag yeah. with every color and the weird shapes. Yeah, is it, but pedophilia and bestiality are still frowned upon, right? For now. We're yeah, on our way I'm, there. I mean, it's a slippery slope down. It started... Well, we're gonna... This is... We I'm just saying, any time that I see somebody fucking a kid, I, I frown. <laughs> I frown. For <laughs> I sure. For sure. Uh, I not, my, not for me. I think... I <laughs> think... I think 10 years ago, uh, signing your kids up for story time with the drag queen might have been frowned upon. But here we are. Oh, boy. Here we are. I think I uh, it started... Boy. It started, you know, however many years ago, and... Um, then acceptance became forced and then they just kept taking the levels further and further and further. And of course, being okay with pedophilia is what's next. That's been on the docket for a while. I mean, that's a huge part of, uh, a lot of the mainstream, uh, just kind of the propaganda weaponization of cartoons and media and all of these social structures that are geared towards making kids think specific ways. And I think we've turned a lot of them into, um, something. I know there was a show on Netflix where there was like, that's like about young kids and I think they're like fashion kids or something. Yeah. But I remember somebody at work was telling me that it was like the worst. Yeah. Like watching it's like gross. They like sexualize like nine and 10 year old kids. Yep. It's like fucking A man. Like gross. Yeah. Like what in the world are you doing? Like these are going to grow up to be people. You realize these are going to grow up to be adult people. Well, and then they're going to, they're going to also, they're going to be completely messed up. That's what I mean. Like, fuck, 100%. they're going to be fucked up people. Well, and so then what are they going to do? They're going to continue the cycle of abuse. Yeah. And the problem is now that that, back in the day, that that kind of thing was like kept and shunned like parts of society. Like, I'm sure those weirdo people have always existed, but society, healthy societies have always deemed them as like, Hey, watch out for those people. You know, that kind of weird culture was something that was really kept down. And now I think with the internet allowing people to get together and, and build communities around everything, communities have been built around sexualizing young kids and it goes all the way up into the, I think, political levels and royal levels. And who's that guy? Epstein. He's yeah. cheating. You know, that's probably the word that'll get us canceled right there because I think uh, he's shown a lot of people that once you get to a certain level of uh, influence, the worst things in the world, you can have your name correlated with those like Clinton's in Epstein Island and mm -hmm. that doesn't, that changes nothing really. Yeah. And so that's a terrifying thought to consider that um, this is, this is so deeply ingrained into our culture that there's now people that you hit a certain level and you're like allowed to openly target kids. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's terrible. And not to mention how many kids that go missing every year. Yeah. Like ridiculous amounts. And where those, and did you see there's a map that shows like where most kids go missing? 
and that they're like there's a map that shows like the above map shows like most where kids are missing and then below it it shows a map and it shows a bunch of cave systems really yeah yeah oh wow i think it was like kellen or maybe text posted on on facebook really i, and I was like this is fucking really wild. like klamath falls i i don't know down I, there i mean it's not like i looked at it i didn't cave junction cave don't, junction. don't bring your kids around cave I junction i was saying but what if there is like an underground society of uh, you know i'm the it's, I didn't mean underground easy. literally. I meant underground. Like I mean, I mean literally. Literally underground. You know, like, do they take these kids down there? Because like, I had this, I had this uh, thought that it's so. There's a place called Get Air. I know this is weird, but it'll make sense. Okay, where you the trampoline park? Place? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we haven't been there yet, but we want to go there. And there's like a foam pit that there's a bunch of like foam cubes. Yeah. So I. I was talking with my buddy at work that went there, and he said that he jumped in there like with his daughter, and it smells really bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure, I would imagine know, it, it would. Soak sweat and feet, and yeah. God knows what. Probably piss. Little kids, boogers, and pee. Just gross, for right? Sure. Yeah. But uh, so he definitely want some defense soap wipes after that. But so you hop into the pit, and I thought, you know what? Like if you got so deep in the pit, it'd be hard to get out because it wouldn't be very stable, and. It would feel really claustrophobic because if you were screaming, nobody would really hear you because you're inside a foam. You'd be muffled significantly, yeah. yeah. So it's like if they took kids underground, nobody could hear them. They're sucking them in through the foam pit at get air? That'd be wild. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, like there's someone that's just waiting. <laughs> that, I mean, who knows, dude? That'd be wild. a terrifying thought for little kids to jump into the foam pit. I would imagine that's the stuff nightmares are made out of. Yeah. Right? Like... That's yeah. a good. That's a good premise. Like if it, if it was like it would have to be a movie where it was a character like it kind of. Yeah. Where like they can just like take form in any like any place. Like yeah. where it kind of shows up at random times. And he's like, oh shit, now I'm a spider, or like now I'm you know whatever you're scared of. Okay. If it were just hands in the foam pit. Yeah. And he's just waiting. Yeah. Pulls, pulls you down. down. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a good scene in a scary movie. Yeah. And Those kind of movies don't scare me. They don't even really entertain me anymore. It, it, it wasn't scary. It. I think that they remade them. Uh, we saw the second one in theaters. I think the first installment of the new ones was better. Uh, you know, it's creepy. Yeah. But it, it's not like some shit that... Like, I don't really feel like I walk down the hall at night anymore like, ooh. Yeah. Well, like, now you know jujitsu. Yeah. Now you 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 think you know first off that as you're old enough to understand that the real monsters are people. Yeah. And then you would be able to break most people. Sure. So there's the level of confidence that gives you when you're walking down yeah. the hall in your underwear in the middle of the night for sure. Yeah. Brock Lesnar just snaps and he's in my hall. I'm like, fuck. I'm gonna have my hands full. Yeah. That's what his shotgun's for. He shoots a double leg on me. Then you I shoot. Stu- I uh, fucking shin whizzer him hard into the ground. Just kidding. Dude. No, there's no way. I don't, shin whizzer work on a single. Uh, Isaac fucking blasted my face against the mat with one. But I was telling Allison that. I said, yeah, you know when uh, you know when the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks under his bed for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, there's monsters under the bed. Oh, I was yeah. like, here we fucking oh, go. No. I was like, my bad, my bad. I was like, nah, you're fine. Don't even worry about it. There's yeah. nothing under there. There's nothing under there but that uh, one doll that you said that you're suddenly afraid of. So I was like, well, fuck it. It's going under your bed now. Hope you don't look. <laughs> yeah. She had this thing, like, there was this Goosebumps movie that came out. It's like a fun kind of movie. Uh, Goosebumps. Like, yeah, we I used to read those books as a kid. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're great. Classic novels. And the textured front. 
the goose bumps like textured front beautiful those are like in the second installment there it's not first edition i was gonna say nice. i don't i don't remember that they're nice they have like a little raised kind of bumpiness to them okay great right sure i remember there was one called the shocker from shock street and it was like okay rl stein <laughs> you know what i mean i get it rl also jewish probably also a comedian that's fine but uh so <laughs> i held up the shocker for everybody it's fine mm. but uh there was a movie with Jack Black, and there's like this character Slappy, and Slappy was like uh, one of those puppets, you know, you put your hand in and whatnot. Ventriloquist. Doll. Yeah, that's yeah. One. So Allison wanted one of those, and it looks scary. You know what I mean? And she like loved it for a little bit. Now she hates it. Okay. Yeah. So Did you like, play with it with her? It's hard to use. Like okay. it's really more for like, it probably cost a fair amount of money. It's like goosebumps, like you know, like you know, I don't know paraphernalia whatever you call sure. it but it's like for fandom yeah purposes so like you put your hand in it and the head's like too heavy okay so it like lean forward and then the way that you do it is you don't like use something on the inside oh you pull like a string on the back to open the mouth up but the spring that's inside of its jaw is like too strong so you want to go like pull it down and you're like pulling the head back and forth this terrible balancing act oh so i like mickey mouse myself uh that's the first present i ever got for allison she was two years old and it was on a uh, Christmas, I got okay. her Mickey and Minnie Mouse hand puppets. Okay. So I'll still use like a ha ha. Oh yeah, you do that good. Yeah, it's good. You know. Yeah, you got that dialed in. Yeah, we have a, we have a fun time with the Mickey Minnie Mouse funs and because uh, I, I like I like Mickey when he gets a little loose. Yeah. When he's been boozed a little <laughs> okay. bit and he starts swearing. Oh yeah, yeah give us funny. a little taste. Oh, I'm like ha oh, ha oh, oh man, it's been a hell of a day, huh? <laughs> and then like Minnie will be like, oh Mickey. Don't do it again. Then I'm wow. like, fuck it, you know. Dinner better be ready when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all oh, that bullshit. Yeah. You're good at those. It's fun, you know. But Minnie basically just going, oh. <laughs> just, just doing like a vibrato with it. Okay. That's how she sounds. She all always right. sounds, uh, she, always, she sounds like she's been through some stuff. Okay, she has probably. It's when traumatic we, being a, yeah. yeah, a female from the, what, 40s when she was God, yeah, it's a while back. Maybe? Black and white back then. Yeah. And Mickey was like, ha ha ha. Once it gets started, it's not going to stop. Bink. <laughs> and she goes flying. Yeah. Uh, also, a fun one. <clears throat> and this is, uh, this would be from the movie Inside. Bo Burnham has a sock puppet <clears throat> and he sings to it. And uh, have you ever seen Bo Burnham? Or, like, I don't I, think so. I think I've talked to you about him, though. But he's a comedian who, like, kind of got famous through YouTube. But he was like like a teenager when he did, but he's like incredibly musically talented. All right, like he can he can just play any instrument. He can sing really well, but he's also really really funny. Okay, so there's good combo. Yeah, just just great, right? So like you know YouTube stardom, and then like starts playing shows, and then gets to you know international stardom, like big deal. So in this uh, movie called Inside that he put during quarantine, he was like locked inside. Oh, I do kind of remember you talking about that. Yes, it's wild. Yeah, it's a trip. But he sings to a sock puppet. Okay. And he has it sing back to him. And it's very cool, like, the way that he does it. So, um, the guy's, like, uber creative. Like, you look at these people, it's like, this is one of those people, you're like, man, like, it's really admirable how creative this person is. Just to be able to to put together an entire, like, film by himself with original songs and music. And he did everything. All the editing, everything. So, uh, when he talks about the sock... 
whenever it's not on his hand, it's in like a it's in like a constant state of sleep paralysis. Like it's like it's like horrified when it's off his hand. So it's funny because he threatens it like he's gonna take it off his hand. He's like, no, I don't want to go back. So I do that whenever I take off the, the thing. I go, Whoa! you know, and I make crazy sounds. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We got her this little uh, like tent. It's like a like a fairy princess kind of tent thing okay. that we have in like the corner of the living room for her birthday, and it has like these. Like pink curtains with sparkles on it. It's all like see through, but you can put on like fairy lights on the inside. Sweet. So we were in there playing pretend Fortnite. So we were pretending like there was people uh, running around the house. And we had Nerf guns, and okay. we have to like get them <laughs> okay. or whatever. And uh, she was like, "I don't want to use bullets." So I was like, "Okay." So she just wanted to have the guns go click, click, boom. You know, okay. so we have these fun guns, and we were in there playing with Mickey Mouse, and she was like, "You have to be quiet. There's people looking for us." Like up going, "Oh." Like, just, just, like, really taking the volume up. She'd, she'd grab him and go, stop, stop. Be like, be quiet, be quiet. And I was like, okay, be quiet. <laughs> it's just fucking this. So Man, see, doing stuff like that with your kids is the best. And I think that that's going to make them more creative. Because when you when you play and you do imagination stuff, like, uh, it's gonna it's just going to help them, I think, in every possible yeah. way. Yeah. Especially, we've talked about this before too. Like we're we ourselves now live in a culture where every answer to everything is on your phone, and you there you don't have to spend a lot of time thinking and trying to problem solve your own way to a solution. Right. Right. Everything's just instant solution, mm -hmm. uh, which is scary because like if we're not teaching people how to think for themselves, we're just teaching them what to think. Then if it comes down to a situation where people have to think to themselves, they're not going to know how to think. For sure. And they're going to be in a, you know, which is how I would imagine societies collapse. Right. Right? Yeah. But with kids, to teach them how to be creative like that, man, I think it's going to just all benefit. Yeah. Every, t every time that I, like, see her drawing or playing with Legos, like, I'm always very, like, I'm always very positive towards that, like, assuring towards that. I'm like, this is... Like, oh, that's great. This looks great. You know, you're doing a good job. But then if she's there and she wants to, like, play on the phone or whatever, I'm always like, yeah, you know, like, what else we got going on? You know, just because it's not, you know, she's sitting there on her phone, you know? And it, she wants to play, like, with, uh, like, the filters, like, Snapchat filters. Sure, yeah. TikTok filters, yeah. dance things. Right? So, I don't know how, like, kids are really smart. Like, a lot smarter than even we give them credit for. So, we, we were like, okay, listen. You can get a TikTok account to to dance and stuff. And it's all like kids algorithm shit. Like we made sure like she goes through and it's all like Minecraft stuff and Paw Patrol stuff. Like stuff that kids like. You okay. know, like there's not a lot of weird shit getting in there. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good for okay. the most part. There's some swearing every now and again, but who cares? Danny Did you look I at TikTok's uh, information? Did you see Joe Rogan had a podcast where he just read like the statement of use oh, or whatever it is? horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can pay, basically take your computers Dude. that are connected to in the same household yeah. as the phone. I don't have TikTok. Yeah. No, I don't think you need it. No, I think yeah. literally it's I'm, like, okay, anyway. I have Instagram Reels, the same thing. But, okay. uh, you know what I mean? Same thing. Uh, it's all the fucking, it's all a problem. It is all a but, problem. But so we were like, okay, you know, because she likes the music on there and whatnot. So she's like, okay, I want to, it's funny. Most of the time it's very funny. Okay. She'll, she'll make a video and we're like, okay. Her account is all set to private, right? Like, she can't post anything. People can't see her shit, you know? Like, we don't want her getting out into the world, right? Yeah. And she tells us the other day, she's like, I got new followers. And we were like, <laughs> what do you mean? And she was like, yeah, I have 18 followers. And we are like, 
you have 18 followers. Like, what is this? Like, what do you mean? She goes, oh, I created a new account. And I was like, how the fuck did you do that? Like, how did you just create a new account? Like, that's crazy. So we got like mad at her. Yeah. Know? Like we were like, what? You know, like, like fucking, we're not doing TikTok anymore. You know? Yeah. Like, that's wild, right? Yeah. Delete that freaking yeah. app. <laughs> so but here's check- the thing. She's going to know how to go to the app store and find that well, app. We have that under a password though. Okay. So like everything that she goes through has to go through us. And she's like, what's the password? And I'm like, I'm not fucking telling you. <laughs> I guess what? I don't even know the password. Yeah. Danny knows the password. That's it. You know? Yeah. So she goes on there and we saw that she has like 18 followers and her account has been like flagged. Like, because they're like, you can't be six <laughs> and fucking, you know, dancing on TikTok. Most of the shit though is really funny okay. because like, she, how long did she have it going before you guys? Uh, 18 followers. I don't know. It's probably like a while, a week, maybe, Okay, you know, it's just a good amount. Yeah. So we had to tell her, we're like, you can't put shit on there because people could find you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's that's wild. You know, yeah. and a lot of shit, like, it's like, you know, I'll be in the background. Like, we watched all of them. You know, because we were like, we're going to see what was on there, what people liked, what people didn't like. We're going to delete fucking everything. But TikTok, again, makes it really hard to delete things. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, so if you want to delete a video, it's like, you can do it, but there's so many steps to it. Like, wow. not so many to where it's, like, hard to do, really, but it's like, if there was a grid, right? You couldn't just be like select and then bing, 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 bing. Like you couldn't click them all. Yeah. It's like you have to click on the video, click on the three dots in the bottom, scroll all the way to delete, delete, confirm to delete. Yes. That's one. Hmm. So you have to do that with everything. Yeah. You know? So oh. when she's on there, you know, doing like a, a TikTok Fortnite dance and thinking that it's funny, then posting it before we knew that she was posting it to people, we would go through and laugh. Because you're like, this is hilarious. Like, she thinks she's, like, hot shit. You know what I mean? Like, doing <laughs> Did you dance. look at her followers to see if they're, like... She knew one one of the people was, like, her cousin. So she was like, Gigi is her name. She's like, don't, don't delete Gigi. I don't, don't delete Gigi, please. And, like, she knew that she was in trouble. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like, you know when kids are, like, in such trouble that they don't even cry. Yeah. They're like sobbing. Well, like, but she's oh, trying, she's like, oh, oh no, really? Oh. <laughs> like, it's like, you fucked up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. bad. Yeah. So when we were reading the story, uh, we had to go to bed. It was like, we're reading a fucking story and we're going to bed. Like that. Part. Oh yeah. Serious she was shit. Like, she's like, okay. She had her sleeping mask ready. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, all right, I'll still give you. And it's funny. Cause I, like if I went to turn off the lights, she's like, you didn't give me hugs and kisses. I'm like, fine. So I, I'm like, all right, buddy. I still love you. Just fucking, you know, relax. You were kissed on the forehead and you know, it's wild dude. Yeah. That's a scary thing, man. So our, our daughter's like the same age pretty much. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nova's a little older. Not yeah. Like crazy though few months a few months yeah, they're gonna months. grow up in the same world yep and uh man it's it's scary to know that how how complicated and how deep and then people's intentions and as an adult knowing how many like bad guys there is on the internet yeah to, and to then just think of like a little innocent sweetheart minds like our daughters yeah. who are just innocent they just want to play and participate in this thing that everybody's got their fucking eyes glued to their phone yeah. they 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 would think that it's very important and therefore communicating their personality through that avenue is 
is socially what we do. So it would probably be almost confusing for her to be like, why, when everybody else is doing this, can I do this too? You know, not knowing the dangers of of like what she's actually signing up for. Yeah. Scary stuff, dude. Enough to make you buy a spear or something to defend yourself. I don't build one at the shop. Luckily, uh, just luckily and just, just, happens to be this way is like you, you notice in like youtube videos and stuff or you know reels or whatever people always have their windows covered because you can like there's people online that are so good at seeing like where like the, where a fucking star is in the sky what kind of plant is outside they can like zoom in on it lighten it up be like okay this is a uh shore pine okay so shore pines grow in these states and this star would have been at this state on this date, so that means that you're in Oregon. Okay, yeah. well, then they can pinpoint it down to, like, your street. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it's so hot in Toledo that we always have, like, like the blackout stuff, like, over, over the windows during the day when we're out, out of the house. We yeah. just black out the windows. So during the night, we have the curtains closed anyhow. So there's no, like, looking to the outside. So, like, you can see the inside of our home, but you can't see, like, any of the surrounding, okay. which is kind of a, a good thing. Yeah. Because, you know, people, it's wild, dude. Have you seen those videos where people are like, oh, I'm going to zoom in on this? And sure, yeah, exactly they, you the can, I mean, that's like wild. a military, that's a good ability to have. For sure. You see, you know, you see a, a picture of some bad guy, and you go, oh, okay, in the background there's that mosque, and that kind of mosque is only here, and then it, it's this time of day because the shadows are like this, yeah. and there's that hill in the background, boom, right here, triangulate there, bomb drops, toast. Wow. You know, that's a good skill to have. Um, and, and, yeah, just any, any identifying, anything almost can be identifying information. If Now that we have camera angles from everywhere mm-hmm. and, you know, with a little bit of coordinates and a timestamp and a shadow... You can tell a lot if you're if you're knowledge in that kind of thing. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, a lot of reasons to be scared out there. But I tell you what. Yeah, I'm ready for war <laughs> if I have to. Yeah. Nobody's creeping in my house at night, so I probably should get a, a high powered bang little yeah yeah a little something. Well, anyway, since we live in a rental, we have rentals renters insurance, so I could get like. A fucking dope shotgun and not give a fuck about the walls. Yeah, well, boom, and then I'll be like, "Ah, oh, sick. We went, we went over this and the fucking thing. If you punch a hole in the wall, can I patch it? Sure thing. Twenty minute mud. <laughs> We're good to go, dude. Yeah, yeah. Then whenever they tear down the house years from now, they're like, "There's a lot of buckshot in these walls." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would go buckshot probably because that's gonna leave slug buckshot slug buckshot slug. That's how Ooh. I do it. So that's going to leave some gnarly... Yeah, um, first one's a cannon, dude. I mean, slugs first. Yeah? Because if I got to hit you with my shotgun, I want to punch a hole through you. Stopping the person immediately. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then if I then if I don't land that one, game over. Yeah. Then I got buckshot because I'm clearly, you know, my aim is off a little bit. Yeah. So I'll blast you with the buckshot. That's going to give me more of a little bit of a spread. Yeah. And then uh, both at, at close distance are going to do some... some some trauma, damage. some yeah. trauma, yeah. I'm gonna sleep with that under my pillow. It's gonna be a bitch because I'm a stomach sleeper, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm always like this, sleeping like you know, 
Good, good. That's good for your back. Is it, dude? When yeah. I wake up, my back is like, what the fuck were you doing to me all night? Yeah, you got to keep yeah. doing that. And in fact, I'd say spend more time doing that. That's why we do those Superman exercises like that. Yeah. Because look at how you're sitting right now, hunched yeah. over. Oh, this is As so a comfy. jiu-jitsu guy, I mean, you're curled. Yeah, you're like a... You're like in the borderline fetal position yeah. doing jujitsu. So taking a lot of weight, building a lot of muscle to reinforce that structure right yeah. there, that means you're going to have to do the opposite of that, which mm-hmm. is those supermans, parachuters that we're doing. So if you can actually spend time at night, eight hours a night or whatever, in that position, do that while you can. Yeah. Because it comes to a point to where you can't do that anymore. And now at night you're you're sleeping on your side, yeah. rear naked choking your fucking pillow, yeah. and that's probably not great for your shoulders and for your neck and for your everything. The bullshit is the pillow. Whenever I try it, it's been escaping, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Topping over my bottom leg. It's getting underneath. I'm you, like, hey? it's fine. Transition to mount. It's fine with the head and arm. I'll fucking take it. Nobody yeah. knows what we're talking about. I know. That's what I like, though. You know, I think I think it's it's important at times to get into the weeds because if you have listened to us it's fine you f- you probably know that we're you're probably well aware at this point that we're jujitsu guys yeah and so it would make sense to throw in a couple jujitsu sentences here and there yeah for you example know, a little bit of lingo a little bit of verbiage i don't think i didn't say this on the podcast but long story short we were in salem and there was a crackhead that gave me the finger and i just like motion to him get get away fucking leave because you don't want to deal with this you know you kind of waved him off like yeah like like he left he gave me the finger as he was like leaving the establishment we were just there eating ice cream as a family and then he gave me the finger so i saluted him like fucking you know have a good day then he saluted me back and then was like pointed down like fucking out here and i said you go there fucking you leave then he like again mimics me like i'm gonna be around the corner so i'm like well I'm going to finish this ice cream. That was not good, by the way. Yeah. It just tasted like shit. It probably was... tasted worse when your body went into fight mode. Yeah. And it went, hey, stop eating this bullshit. That being, Get ready for war. That being said, the calmness to finish the ice cream, also kind of gangster. <laughs> okay. Because if that guy was looking in the place at me and was like, he's just calmly eating his ice cream. Doesn't he know I'm about to beat his ass? There's a, there's, uh, there's psychological warfare, I feel like, to eating calmly while you're about to go and fucking sure. you know, beat somebody up. I've For used sure. that at a competition. Yeah. Slowly ate a banana, one bite. And <clears throat> we were going to fight this guy, I guess. I don't know. And Danny was like, you know, let, you know, let's, let's, I was like, let's take a different route out, you know. That's, that's martial arts, everybody. Fucking not Path taking of least, the resistance. least resistance. Yeah, I don't want to fight this guy. I don't want to fucking talk to cops. I don't want to deal with this with my family. I don't want to see Allison see me beat the fuck out of some guy. Yeah, she didn't see him flip me off. She doesn't even know what flipping off means. Besides, like, oh, that's kind of like that's the no no finger. You know really? what I mean? She knows that. Well, because she would always point like this, like all the time. So it's funny as she was on Zoom meetings with her teachers, and she'd be like, "That's my teacher." <laughs> Like that, and then we were like, buddy, we were like, listen, we know you're excited, but we, we have to tell you something. Like, you have to point with this one. You have to. You can't just be like, fucking, hey, you know, it's 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 aggressive. <laughs> so now I don't know which one she points with still, but it was cute for the longest time because for sure over Zoom, she gave all the teachers just, just the bird. That's hilarious. Just straight up to the camera. Like, imagine just seeing this, just you know, like kids have those little fat fingers. She's like... <laughs> 
Yeah, so. <laughs> Interesting that that's the one that she led with. She's also Which would make sense. It's like the middle. It's the most streamlined. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, I mean, why, the... why wouldn't we point with the, the longest one? I feel like this is the easiest one, though, if you think of, like, I think the most streamlined's got to be the pointer. I suppose, because like, really... it's, a, it's, a, it's a flowy. Yeah. But what if I just do palm down? Like, why are you twisting yours everywhere? I'm you just doing? saying if you think it's streamlined, right? <laughs> okay. Like, like, rotate on your, look at how much your hand moves. Now, now point your pointer finger out. Now rotate. The, the there's less rotation on the hand, like with the finger. Dude, fucking, are you kidding a me? A little dude? bit, maybe. That, dude, that's also martial but arts. If I, but if I'm doing this right, yeah. and and then I'm trying to point to something that way, yeah. and you're looking at me, you're seeing the longest version of the line that I can point with with the middle finger. Yeah. Not by much, but by a little bit more. For sure. Yeah. I <laughs> so you concede that me and Allison agree that yeah. the middle finger is the more efficient point. <laughs> so I used to flip you smart girl, the birds. smart girl. Yeah, so she would do that. So we were like, okay, you know, I said I don't want to deal with the whole hassle. Uh, we left, and it was funny because when we were going home, I told Danny, I said, or I asked Danny, I said, what, what do you think would have happened? I was like, I'm just curious. And she goes, I think you would have punched him, and then taken him down, and then probably got his back and strangled him and i was like i'm so fucking so proud of you i was like the that's nice that, that said, you know the, the know the flow yeah, of the game like, taking his back i was like you're absolutely right that's where i would have went with that like i would have for sure just taken his back yeah it's easy would you have punched him you think if he would have hit me uh i probably yeah I'd pro- i don't know i, I mean really i think know. you're fast enough to where you, if your hands are up yeah. And somebody raises their arm to punch. I would have You could shoot under that yeah. side, and now you've got his back without yeah. throwing a punch. Yeah, I that's the move. Yeah, and maybe we'll do that in CJJ on Wednesday. That sounds fun. Yeah, we'll go yeah. Uh, take or no, maybe we'll do take down Tuesday. We'll just add a little let's, striking let's it. to it because we got MMA it. after that. Let's do CJJ Wednesday too? That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, I'm we'll down. really dial it in. Yeah, I don't mind, dude. Because more... we do it from the bottom. If somebody's in your guard. Yeah. If somebody's in between your legs and yep. they're smashing you, yep. it's a very powerful fight position. Yep. Um, if somebody knows jujitsu, though, you're in trouble. And I, I got through two pro fights uh, with with posture and punch, and uh, you know, hit a point to where jujitsu beat violent punching. Yeah. And that's actually what ignited my my love and my beginning of wanting to really understand and delve into jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Was I lost a fight from it? Yeah, you know, so it's that'll teach you. Some people don't think that they can lose a fight because they've got strong strikes, and for sure, punching somebody is a is a great way to win a fight. Sure, right? yeah, but it's also a predict predictable motion, right? And you're actually leaving yourself open to get your back taken mm-hmm. when your arm is exposed. So even if you've got somebody pinned to the floor, if you're pushing down on them and punching every time this arm goes back that creates an opening for you to take them take their back yeah and if you you know that's how you beat up a a a fighter with punches is just by getting out of the way of the punches it's it's funny that you say when you said that uh like punching people is a good way like to you know like it's effective in a fight obviously punching somebody i wonder what the stats would be like if you took MMA or even just the UFC just to just because it's the biggest most long run organization you could find the stats too yeah I wonder what the percentage of like uh you know punches ending fights opposed to like you know wrestling slash jujitsu I'd fights. say it's probably 
15 to 1. And that'd be 15 to 1. 15 strikes, strikes wins fights to 1. Right. Choke or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because submissions seem a lot rarer. Yeah, in, I mean, the way. game is to bash somebody's brain in. Yeah. So it's yeah. not to choke somebody out. You know, that comes second. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's it's wild, though. It's wild how it, how it all kind of went, you know? How, how it all... Uh, that's that's one thing that I think is like, I guess I've been milling that around in my head more is striking more with jujitsu. I'm glad you have. I've been well. pushing you into that. I, yeah. I tried to because you, if you're a jujitsu athlete, you're a combat athlete, mm-hmm. and being a striker is also obviously a combat athlete. It's the same thing. And your jujitsu mindset, everything that makes you good at jujitsu, would also make you good at striking. Yeah. The only difference is. You got to get used to being getting hit in the face. Yeah, not easy, but it, it actually happens pretty fast. Um, you know, your your nerves and everything just adapt, and and you learn to make little adjustments to keep yourself safe. Just like in jujitsu, you're the ha- you're the nail before you're the hammer, right? Sure. You've got to build up your skills, getting smashed defensively before you can put up a good defense, and then flip it to offense. Yeah. Same thing with striking. You got to learn how to block. You got to learn how to get hit and absorb strikes, and then you'll learn to effectively have better offense. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's the same sort of mentality as well. So I think it would be great. The reality is most fights start with striking. Sure. You know, and if you're not at least, you don't have to be a, a Golden Glove striker, but for sure you should know how to block strikes. Yeah. And then move into an offensive attack. Yeah. You know, because hopefully you're not out at the bar starting fights, you know, because if you are, um, well, you personally, I mean, everybody, you as in the listener, hopefully you're not out starting fights, which means that if if the fight is starting with you, you're going to likely begin that in a defensive position where you're either blocking or absorbing strikes or whatever. So to move from defense to offense, that's a very important transition that you have to master to get good at fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would ever take a fight, though. I don't think I would ever compete in mixed martial arts. No, I, I just, no. It'd be a skill that I figured, you know, just adding another tool to my belt. It will make you a better jujitsu guy as well. Yeah. Because yeah, reading range and stuff. 100%, and it's about the range, yeah. right? If you get good at understanding punches and kicks, and you see shifts in body movements, like little, little, you just, you gain better insight into the body's, position as it's attacking you so then you go from striking practice where you're reading the body punches and kicks which are a lot of tells yeah right but then to jujitsu where you can't use that striking to block somebody to keep somebody guessing there's less variables Mm -hmm. so it's almost easier to read a jujitsu clash because you know the clash is only going to be a couple of different ways yeah right a couple of different positions for sure but in, in a striking fight Whoa, man, there's a lot of variables there. It becomes a little bit more unpredictable. I think both will make you better at the other one. Yeah, I was thinking about that even uh, even just how you look at... You know, like the high-level strikers is like... Watch like... Uh, to me, there was just two guys that hit my brain the other day. It was like Israel Adesanya and Conor McGregor at his prime. They would do this like hip fake thing. You ever notice that? Like when they would... But they'd be like fighting, doing whatever... They just like turn their hips. Sure, it's all they do. They don't. They don't lift a foot. Yeah, but it's just like the the quick like feigning that they might throw a kick. Yeah, that's like it. That's just really cool. Like just that's a the, juke. That's a MMA yeah, juke. Yeah, like, but that's... it's such a subtle movement that's like so mastered though. Because like if I tried to hip fake somebody, no, everybody knows what I mean. I don't know how to throw kicks. Not well. I mean, you know. Sure, I could I could pretend to throw kicks, but I I've never thrown I haven't thrown a fucking thousand kicks at a bag. Sure. 
So if I hit fake, it wouldn't mean anything. But it's wild that like you have to respect these guys so much because they're just so precise. They're like just a little turn. Well, I would almost look at it from the other guy's perspective where a lot of people, that little hip fake wouldn't even register in their head, Mm -hmm. right? Because as a casual guy that hasn't taken any kicks, you'd be, he squares up and he does that and you go, whoa, what? Yeah. What the fuck was that, right? Were you trying to hit me with your hip? Yeah, what, what, was that a little shimmy? I don't know what that was, but it looked oh like my, you're getting oh ready God, to do some God. shit, right? Wow, yeah. what are you doing? So, so the it's other crazy. guy that GSP is fighting, yeah. he, GSP is just oh, making good, a little yeah. bit of a reaction, yeah. right? And that's what he's looking for. He's doing just enough movement to create a reaction to trigger, oh, here it comes with that kick. Yeah. Because the game is chess. The game is, can I get you thinking I'm going to throw a kick here and I'm actually going to throw a jab, jab, yeah. cross, and then yeah. I'm going to kick you with the other leg, right? And they, that's the game is, is can that, you trick somebody? Is that also something to like, so if you hit fake during a fight, like, you know, if it's a five-round fight and it is Israel Adesanya, like, and you watch him hit fake like five times over the course of two rounds, then he throws a kick. Is it also so like when he moves it, you kind of get into the thing like, oh, there's no danger there. Sure. Because he just, he's just faking. Yeah. I mean, you should know if you're fighting him. There's always danger. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just getting, he's just preparing his hips to launch that attack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd I mean, be so, dude, I feel like that would be like, I don't know. It's, it's tough because if you had like to pick one or the other, like if it was you wrestling, like fighting like a Khabib, like just a fucking mauler. Yeah. Versus like, uh, you know, Israel. Like, you know, obviously they're different weight classes, but it still applies. Or if you take Connor at 55 and Khabib at 55, it's like, which one would you rather fight? It's like, it's like me personally, it's like, you either get like, just fucking bullied by Khabib or like highlight real KO by Connor. It's such a, it'd be such a hard, like. I mean, Khabib will K- KO you as well. But in a he'll just vicious. mount you first and, yeah. and then destroy you. Yeah, I feel like that's the He'll just pick one. you up and slam you down yeah. and then climb on top and yeah. pound you. Uh, Connor will just... Either one. I mean, there comes a level. Once you're at a level, you got to be good at everything. Yeah. You know, but the casual person, you will th- throw you in with the casuals, even though you're not. I, I get you, though. But yeah. like at just, that level, I'm casual. Like, ju- just the casual. average fighter, yeah. right? Sure. You have to be good... At throwing a punch. Yeah. Yeah, at least have to know how. You have uh-huh. to at least know how it feels to throw a punch. And then, and not to throw one, but to absorb one to block as well. Offensively and defensively. You mm-hmm. have to know how to throw basic hands. And then it gets deep. Then it gets, how do we use those hands to get to the body to take somebody down? How do we get to where we can use some judo? How can we, you know? And then, then it becomes like more of like a personality-wise. Mm-hmm. Are you somebody that's more of a defensive person where... You're trying to keeping them, uh, keeping the, them outside of your range, like waiting for them to attack you and just keeping them away. Yeah. Or are you somebody that's offensive, like you're gonna go in there and go for the kill? Because those, whatever those game plans are, can dictate what style of martial arts you're gonna probably run into. Yeah. Right. Like Khabib is obviously he's gonna get to if he wrestles you, you're yeah. in trouble. That's where his strength is. That's is wrestling. Scary, yeah. For sure. And uh, so, as you, your your strength would be jujitsu. Yeah. But to be able to get to close that space on somebody that's trying to hit you, mm-hmm. might as well learn how to hit them back, or at least throw your hands enough to get them distracted enough to where you can close the space and do jujitsu. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful thing, man. Fighting. Yep. There's a lot to it. A lot more than probably the average guy even realizes. Oh man. Which is why they should train. Yeah, it's a thing. Like if it's like a um. If there's like a skill tree to think that I've only went down one avenue, you know, and I guess, I guess you could say 
I've you know I've dabbled in wrestling, but it's all jujitsu. Like if it's if it's like it, it's yeah, if there was like a, a circle. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say you really dabbled in wrestling. Have you ever put on wrestling shoes? No. <laughs> you haven't dabbled in wrestling. I mean, I've tried, but I've tried wrestling. You've grappled yeah. with you. It's you've, all jiu jitsu. It's all jiu jitsu. It's all grappling. And I'll fucking keep it that way. How about <laughs> yeah. that, everyone? All right. Hey, 40 Minutes Deep, episode 5 1. Hope you enjoyed it. All right. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.